0: I think we're live. Hello internet. How hey, are internet.
1: You? hey internet.
0: Hey <laughs> internet. Uh, second musical guest in a row, Mr. Wesley yeah. Scott, also known as Zulu Panda joins us. Thank you for stopping by. I guess. Yeah, my pleasure. Uh, what do Hello. you say now over I'm the late. internet? <laughs>
1: you know the way they uh, wanted to do it in the old times, you know, ahoy, you know?
0: Yeah, there you go. I was going to say, do you call it stop and buy anymore? Because we're not physically in the same room, but it's like over Zoom. I don't know. It's kind of being pedantic Dropping in, this showing point. up. Yeah, showing in. up. Huh? I like that. Hey. Showing up's good because it's more apt because it's like a show. Like hey. a TV show.
2: Yeah. Hey. Welcome to episode 150 of Outrage Woo! Factory, the podcast.
0: That's all the here, fanfare the you're things. getting. That's yeah, all we the hit fanfare. The,
2: the century and a half mark. That's, you know, that's plenty. Uh, I'm your Derek Bolin. I'm joined as always by that guy, Dale DeRuiter. Uh, and our guest today, uh, Wesley, why don't you tell us some interesting shit about yourself?
1: Great! I love interesting shit. Hi, uh, I'm Wesley Scott, uh, aka Zulu Panda. I'm a singer-songwriter from Vancouver. Uh, What do I do? I am a big nerd. I work for an Indigenous organization um, as a workshop coordinator. I mostly talk about the history of Indian residential schools, and uh, I make prayer candles in my spare time. Of Famous people and also famous people, and uh, that's I, Marty from last. Sorry, week. Sorry, that yeah, I was gonna say, is that a Marty? Uh, Marty candle, <laughs> yeah. a Marty
0: prayer candle. <laughs> there old. you go, guys. But, Hit up that um, Bandcamp link from last week's podcast to get yourself one of those.
1: Yeah, I'm also a musician, a singer-songwriter. My most recent album is called "Sad Bastard Music," and it's available everywhere online. And uh, yeah, I love being creative and making music and connecting with people.
2: We nice. talk more about the candles because I really want to uh, to pimp those out. Fantastic idea! Yeah. Uh, I was looking at your uh, your flicker uh, your flicker gallery before. Flickers we, is that we still started. a thing?
0: It, it is. is. And I, a- I don't <laughs> want to be rude or anything, but I haven't touched my flicker in a long time. I guess that's more a reflection on me.
2: You haven't flicked in a long time.
0: We should get outrage factory candles. Nice. Yeah.
2: So yeah, so Wesley, you you just. Uh, what do you do like you take the the old school prayer candle yeah. images and uh put put celebrity faces on them and then print those up or what
1: basically so uh you know the idea of it was I was hunting around for Christmas gifts for people and I wanted something interesting I've been working with photoshop since I was 14 so it's an old hat to me so i was looking at things and I was like, you know what, these are kind of fun. I bet you I could make my own. And so I started making my own for friends and then it just kind of steamrolled, And I, uh, I didn't know where to, uh, to host my portfolio so to speak. And I didn't want exactly a website yet because, um, it, you know, I, I don't want to get like cease and desist orders or anything like that. <laughs> and, uh, so I just, uh, put together an old flicker that was for photography for, uh, um, my candle photo or designs rather. And, uh, yeah, I, you know, pretty much all year round I make and, you know, uh, share candle designs and people love them and yeah.
2: Super fucking cool idea. So if people want to get candles in for this Chris, like what's the turnaround time on those if we want to,
1: uh, well right now is pretty good. Like I just caught up, so I'm open to orders. Um, but uh, you know, it's, uh, it's one of those things that it really depends how much I have on my table. Like I just filled uh, a request for 36 of them. And so uh, <laughs> it was, it, it took a little while to catch up with, but uh, you know, it's just me making them as a hobby. It's something to stay sane. I'm actually uh, on vacation right now and I have been since Halloween. So, and I won't nice. be back in work until January. So it's one of those things where I just need to keep sane. So I've just been having fun making designs and uh, sharing them with people and there's a couple stores in Victoria that have picked them up and I've shipped them worldwide, UK, United States, all across Canada. Yeah.
0: And you Very get cool. scented candles or is it like. these ones are neutral.
1: Um, oh, but okay. I've started working with um, uh, burnout candles and. Burnout
0: oh, candles, another um, local business.
1: Yeah. They are amazing. And they are going to have a uh, corgi themed uh, candle. <laughs> nice. It would be quite nice. So.
2: That's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Okay, I'm definitely like I, I want to uh, chat and, and place an order after this because let's just you talk do...
0: about candles for the whole podcast. Okay. Uh,
2: <laughs> you know, that's something that I've, uh, I've, I've jumped into recently. Uh, I was married. My wife was here for two months over the summer. And she nice. just like as as a guy, I didn't I don't think I owned a single candle until she came here and stayed with me. And now there's just candles fucking everywhere in my apartment. And that's I'm funny. like, you know, it smells nice. They have a nice mm-hmm. uh, ambiance, and uh, now I can specifically pray to the celebrities I already admire. By you know what else, Derek? Up a candle. What's up, Dale? It
0: makes pooping romantic if you do it by candlelight. It does, yeah. Turn <laughs> off all the lights. <laughs> yeah, have a little, have a little COVID you time. Put on some take a G Christmas. Yeah, and, uh... Ooh, some <laughs> slow saxophone music. Uh, what's that other guy? Um, he does like easy listening jazz. Saxophone, Richard Elliot. Who? Richard Elliot. R- Look him up. You will not be disappointed. Richard Elliot. Chill factor. That is that's pretty good candle listening music. Sure. Yeah. Or about
1: 160 designs now, and it's just so random who people get on a candle. Yeah. Like I've had requests from World of Warcraft to um, random Brazilian pop stars. It's just weird. The most random things, so you could definitely pick nice. and choose your own favorites. So,
2: is there anyone you can't do? Like, if I want a Jeffrey Epstein candle, <laughs> would you say, Would you do that for me?
1: Uh, the only one I've turned down is Donald Trump. Okay, I, I couldn't get uh, behind that. It was 2015 and I got two different requests for it, hmm. and I just couldn't bring Weird. myself to do it. I was just like, You know what? This guy's bad news, I don't want to get involved with that. Um, I actually got in a little bit of hot water because I did one of the Chicago mayor and a bunch of people in Chicago were upset about her uh, reaction to COVID-19 and were not happy with the fact that I was uh, making these prayer candles. So there was a couple other people involved in that, but that's the way it is sometimes. Yeah.
2: You know, I think we live in an era where it doesn't matter who you put on a candle now, somebody is going to be upset by it. Oh yeah. Uh, But you know, it provides good
0: We've had this podcast for over three years because <laughs> people get upset people about stuff self- like about absolutely fucking everything. Ah, uh, guys, before we continue, someone has their notification sound on, and we gotta fix that. I'm just speaking out for the people who get annoyed by. Is it me? It might be you. It sounds Applely because it sounds like the ding. Okay, we should be okay now. Is this your first podcast, Eric? It
2: is, yeah, as a matter of fact. 150 episodes is
0: the first one I showed up for. It's actually Wes's first podcast, and he didn't have his notifications on. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. (laughs) My assumption,
2: because I plugged the headphones in, and my assumption is that that means the notification sounds will come through my headphones. But for whatever reason, on Apple, they do not. It still comes out of my computer speakers.
0: That would make sense, except for Apple is counterintuitive with their tech so that makes sense for Apple as well. Like I don't think um a PC? I don't even know. What do you call what do what do what do, what do the kids call all the PCs that aren't Apple now? Well, I guess they call them
2: Androids. Yeah and Android yeah. computers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. The Android computers probably wouldn't do that just saying. I'm just saying. Um you guys want to talk about stuff now that I Completely derailed so. the candle talk. I mean, we can't, or we can,
2: we can talk about candles more. I'm, I'm down for
0: whatever. Yeah, let's talk about candles. <laughs> you know what else you could do by candlelight? You can get vaccinated. That's the thing. <laughs> All time great segue. Oh, the nice. best. I nice. after 150 episodes, guys, I still got it. My segue game is tight as Heelys. <laughs> Because <laughs> that's the hardest uh, thing I could think of Hey, so we have
2: uh, We've cured COVID, I guess We're all yeah. getting vaccinated uh, Everyone's going to get the vaccine The vaccine mm. is rolling out And 330 million people in North America Are going to get it over the next week uh, and, and that's it, we're done Life is going back to normal Do you guys, wanna,
1: uh,
0: did you guys of- want to hear my Insane proclamation? Sure At least temporarily When it comes to this vaccine I'm an anti-vaxxer. I'm not getting it yet. If they came up to me tomorrow and they're like, hey, do you want this? I'd be like, can I wait a sec? Like, I'm not even buying the new Xbox because I want to know it works properly and doesn't have bugs. So I'll wait like six months for that. I'm not going to like stick the vaccine in me until we at least know what's going on.
2: Here's the thing. Yeah. Dale. No one on this video chat is getting the vaccine in the next 10 to 12 months anyway.
0: I know I I was going to use that as a convenient (laughs) cover for me being an anti-vaxxer. I'll tell you the main reason why I'm an anti-vaxxer. So I recently saw a headline. I didn't really read the article because it was too disturbing. (laughs) (laughs) The headline was long-term effects from COVID are erectile dysfunction. And since I'm a male, that's pretty much the worst horror story thing I could think of is my PP not working anymore. So this vaccine works. It's like an MRA vaccine. So it it doesn't give you a dead version of the virus. It gives you something like a protein that like tricks your body into thinking it had the virus. So your body will like work up the uh, autoimmune shit. So
2: it will produce antibodies for it. Yes.
0: So if my body thinks I got the disease, that makes my PP not work. Will my PP not work? Is this vaccine going to give me erectile dysfunction? Until somebody tells me yes or no, or tells me no then i'll get the vaccine. <laughs> yes <or no. laughs> i just want to know yeah. if i have
2: erectile dysfunction or i don't yeah will this uh,
0: give me erectile dysfunction yeah, yeah. <laughs> i guess whatever
2: <laughs> as long as i know I'm i just can't deal size. with the uncertainty
1: <laughs> the one i was really confused about was so why is everybody signed on with the pfizer one when, when dolly parton basically commissioned the mondarin one or whatever it was um didn't she uh like single-handedly fund another company? And are the effects different? Like there was that whole thing where uh, the Moderna one was something like 95% effective and the Pfizer one was 90% effective?
0: I think it's kickbacks, Wesley. Yeah, and especially since Pfizer, you have to keep the the, the, the stuff, that's my medical term for it. You have to keep the stuff at negative 80 degrees. So how are you going to like, you got to build like a specialty truck just to drive it around like that's not even gonna like dry ice can keep it at minus 80 but only for a temporary time and the moderna one is only negative 20 the only thing i could reason i could think of that is i think moderna might only be a u.s one whereas pfizer's international so yeah so both yeah
2: I mean, both vaccines are available internationally. Oh, are they? They're both from companies headquartered in the US. So I'm not sure. Like, I think a lot of governments, they, they kind of hedged their bets and they uh, they oh. had options to purchase both. So it seems it like both are going to be rolling out. I don't know if like the end person is is going to have a say one way or the other. Um, that is not a
1: Coke and Pepsi thing.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, yeah, blind taste test Dale, I want to point out And Kate actually raised this in the chat as well But you have done plenty of things Over the course of your lifetime That would contribute to erectile dysfunction What? Uh, so
0: <laughs> so no, I haven't Kate yeah, no, that's, that. I don't want this to be the straw That broke my penises back, okay <laughs> I don't want it to be All the shit I did to my body That would make my penis not work And then I get a vaccine And then it just deflates for the rest of my life
2: I think, like, I mean, that's that's the point of vaccines, right? Like, they're not giving you an active dose of the virus. They're just giving you, like, a low-level dose, or in this case, I don't even know if they're dosing you with the virus at all, but it is... No, they're not
0: giving you the actual virus. Usually, they give you a dead version of the virus. Like, if you have, like, say it's a virus for measles, they'll take measles, they'll kill the virus, and then they'll give you that so your body could be like, oh, this is the thing, and then they'll, like, make stuff inside you
2: yeah so there are like this is this is a virus with our with where the long-term health effects like we're not going to know what the long-term effects of COVID are for many years uh but we're also gonna you know a byproduct of that is that we're not going to know what long-term effects of the vaccine are for many years Mm -hmm. Um, yeah
1: and I think that's something that scares people you know I've had to get in a you know private DM fights with a couple of people on Twitter over. Uh, you know, the fact that there is a lack of information sometimes, but, you know, sign me up, man, I'm gonna get it. I think, you know, it's uh, important to get in the sense that, uh, you know, we got to get through this as, as efficiently as possible. I, I believe that the vaccine is is going to help people long term. Yeah, there are people who it hasn't been tested on people who uh, it could still be harmful to, I mean, they haven't really talked about, you know, the issues with, Pregnancy. I mean, how many COVID families are being created at this point in time? So it's you know, how's it going to affect uh, kids or mothers or that sort of thing? So hard to yeah. Read.
0: One thing that got that I st- saw was weird. That was that both Canada and the UK uh, okayed giving the vaccine out before the U.S. And the U.S. is usually one of the like kind of more wild west when it comes to drugs and stuff like usually canada and the uk are more stringent on what they'll approve and stuff so that was weird i think another thing is we know by like
2: a day though didn't we? like there was like a one two day days.
0: okay oh yeah. actually canada beat the states by i think three or four and the UK's actually already started administrating it but the thing that worries me is there's no rich famous people getting it yet and if this was like Totally like, mm, this is going to work. The rich people would be the first in line because well, they're, they're the best people in our people society.
1: Too. They've probably already got a couple doses lined up and mm-hmm. they're just not telling anybody about it unless they're like, that's a good point. I not want them like scented or something. So,
0: yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess like they would maybe wait. And then did you guys see that thing with the, uh, that lady's foot? This was one thing I kind of, knew Derek would love. But uh Derek, did you see that? That picture of that lady's foot?
2: No, Dale. What? If it's a picture of a foot, any oh, dude. foot, I will oh, take dude. a wide berth around feet and spiders, like fuck fuck out of here with
0: both of those. And don't look at it <laughs> okay. because it is highly disgusting and disturbing. So what as, happened as was feet normally are, yeah? Yeah. What happened I'm not saying this is real, but this lady was in the trial for. The vaccine. And then she got this like huge postule on the bottom of her feet and they opened up. And she went to the doctor, and the doctor's like, Oh, yeah, this is this sometimes happens from uh, like when your body has a bad reaction to drugs. And so she put up a GoFundMe to get like money for medical help because that's how you get healthcare in the States is you start a GoFundMe. And uh, then everybody kind of freaked out, and Pfizer was like, Actually, she didn't get an active vaccine. We, uh, we, 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 we just went back through our records, which are supposed to be anonymous, but she got the salt water injection. Yeah. And then everybody's oh, okay, yeah. Okay, I, I, I believe you, Pfizer. That sounds completely normal that you would have to go back and double check afterwards to say that she didn't get it. I mean, I believe
2: it. Why, yeah. why would?
0: <laughs> I'm just saying if she did get the feet stuff from the vaccine, then – for sure, Pfizer would be like, "Oh yeah, no, she didn't get the vaccine." I don't know that they like, would because then I'll they're gonna you.
2: risk. Then they're gonna risk that like one owning up to one person getting the effect, like and having an adverse reaction to a vaccine is gonna impact Pfizer's stock a lot less than suddenly they roll out this vaccine and fucking hundreds of thousands of people get it. Um, Like, I know we all have this tendency to be like, oh, major corporations are shady, uh, especially like pharmaceutical and, uh, you know, med tech and and biomedicine companies, and they are to an extent, but like, Mm. these companies cannot operate under uh, the expectation that their products are going to kill people, because if they kill people, they're not making money anymore. Maybe they just want to like sicken them permanently.
1: <laughs> um, this is umbrella corporation here this is you know somebody who wants to make a profit so yeah, yeah. hedge their bets i mean i don't know it just seems a little far-fetched to think
0: that. i mean i'm not saying that it probably that she did get the vaccine i'm just saying it wouldn't surprise me if it happened that way and that's disturbing enough to me but like she also said she was on medication for back pain too and that's another thing Is like how is this going to combine with other with people's other medications because one of the first one of the highest risk people is people with comorbidities so all these people who have comorbidities will be taking uh drugs and prescriptions for their comorbidities sorry i was just seeing how much i could say that so what's this vaccine going to do if like, say I'm taking heart medication or obese, is there obese medication?
2: Like uh, probably like di- diabetes medication, like yeah, insulin and, and stuff like
0: that. Like what, how is this going to have effect on that?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a ton of fucking medicines out there for a ton of like varying and uh, increasingly rare medical conditions. And they did as much wide-scale testing as they could. But mm-hmm. I think there are still a lot of situations where um, there it's like testing uh, fucking computer code, right? Like there are going to be a lot of weird corner cases or like edge cases that nobody would have ever considered that come Mm -hmm. up. And that's just, that's what the next nine to 10 months are going to look like is there's going to be like little pockets of like someone has an allergic reaction or someone has a bad reaction or it interacts with this drug poorly. Uh, And we find out about it that way, but a lot of people are going to use that to validate their decision to continue not getting this (laughs) vaccine or many vaccines. And I'm just, I'm preemptively frustrated by this because like, getting this vaccine, uh, developed and, and brought to market and, uh, you know, executed on in, in the time we did is like a triumph of modern science and medicine. Like it's four years before. Yeah. Like that, that was the fastest. There was four years and we turned this around in fucking nine months. I saw someone posted on Reddit and they had a really good explanation of like why it was as fast as it was, because basically the world was shut down and this had everyone's like singular focus and they were able to like execute on all the, the testing and shit that they normally have to do uh, at a much bigger scale because everyone has coronavirus and yeah. Uh, and there's not a lot of other shit going on. So mm-hmm. um, I, I think it, it, it is a triumph. I think overall it is safe. I think there are going to be cases where, it is unsafe for certain individuals or it does react poorly or people do have bad reactions to it. But I think overall the people who are freaking out about it, um, are, are doing so because they were already generally distrustful of, uh, of medicine or science or, uh, pharmaceutical companies or a combination of the three. And they're just going to continue using this to validate that. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Well, I've already gotten a flu shot, so I'm not above getting shots. It's just – Dale, people have reactions (laughs) to flu shots, I'm just saying I have too many questions. But like you said before, it's like it's almost a mute point because before they let not-rich dudes like us get it, it's going to be like a year or so. So by then I'm pretty sure they'll be like, ah, these are the side effects. This is how – uh, likely are to get them, and I'll be like, yeah, sure, it'll be worth it. So I'll prob- I'm will probably, i probably going to get it when it's time for us to get it. But I'm just saying, if someone came up to me tomorrow and was like, do you want to be at the forefront of this? Do you want to be one of the first people? I would wait. You're okay with being hunkered down that much longer? I haven't hunkered down at all, though. Like, I'm <laughs> an essential worker. Dale's been very responsible. <laughs> no, I have to go to work every day because I'm essential. So, actually... If they said you can either take this virus or go to work, like if you didn't take the vaccine, did I just say take this virus? Anyways, (laughs) if I didn't take this vaccine, I couldn't go to work tomorrow. I would take it because I feel like like I keep telling everybody, I feel like I'm on pandemic on cheat mode because I'm going to work every day. So my new normal is pretty much the same as my old normal.
2: Yeah, because your social life was also mostly just like hanging in your apartment playing video games. So it's been relatively.
0: I think if anything, this is just going to teach everybody (laughs) what the dream I've been living really is. Because video games now are pretty fucking good, and TV—I'd say TV's at an all-time high. Yeah, like maybe some of the stories aren't as good as they used to, but if there's if there's any. Uh, time period that you think had better TV, you could still watch all that TV plus the new TV in your home without leaving. All you need is an internet connection. No, I mean, if they were like, if you don't get this vaccine, we'll take away your internet connection. I would be in lineup tomorrow.
1: So for me as a musician, it pretty much crippled like the year for me. Um, And, you know, as I said, I, I put out a new album, and i wasn't able to oh, tour with it oh, and i actually went uh last year um you know as far as montreal i was on the road for two and a half months um and uh you know i i tour regularly i've i've toured in china i've toured in the united states um i've been to every province and territory in canada and uh I really enjoy touring. It's where I meet most of my fans and and get to perform live and, you know, make some green in music, which isn't very possible nowadays as an independent artist. So Uh this year has been super rough. And so when March rolled around, it was just like, you know, game over, man. It was, it was rough. And so trying to re-motivate and find different outlets for music in the, you know, COVID norm, so to speak, was, uh, w- was a bit rough. And so, you know, for me being able to get back out on stage and not have to worry about it uh, would be really awesome. So I fully welcome the vaccine in that sense, because I want fans, I want people in the audience, you know, I want uh, to be able to perform live. It's just not the same uh, when it comes to, you know, the nature of live streaming music online, doing virtual shows, the, the, the virtual show thing, like the the audio isn't quite there. And you're not only competing against um, you know, your peers that you would normally compete against, you're uh, competing against big acts, like Elton John was live streaming, or some random guy I know from Newfoundland who uh, you know is live streaming for the first time off of his laptop mic. And it's just uh, there's a lot of competition and the audio is not quite there, and people aren't quite ready to sit down for you know a couple hours in front of their computer and watch him, um, you know, a musical event. So
0: mm-hmm. it's, it's not f- like podcasts where everybody <laughs> wants to watch this live stream. <laughs> um, I was going to, oh, I was going to say something, but I can't remember, but yeah, I saw, if they want to find your album, they can go on, uh, Spotify to f- listen to it right I'm now. Here, Zulu Panda Bandcamp
1: is the best place to go. Zulu Panda but I'm on Spotify, Amazon, Apple, all that jazz. So
0: Check out his song. Uh, Space Force, it's been stuck in my head for a week.
1: Yeah, it's a good one. It's uh, my anti-Trump song, so to speak.
0: Everybody's anti-Trump now.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I saw a stat the other day that was like, I think the the music industry alone lost $30 billion, I want to say, this year as as a result of COVID. And that's just like that's everything that's that's bands no longer touring that's uh concert halls that's uh you know bands not selling merch that they used to that's yeah. like a, a lot of people are probably listening to less music because there's no nobody has a fucking commute anymore um so that's that's hit like a ton of acts really really hard yeah, so yeah reminder I mean, to everyone the, support, what's her name
1: support from stars uh amy milan was just saying that like most of their revenue dried up um because uh they weren't touring you it. Know? You know, uh-huh. even a band that size is, is significantly impacted. But, uh, you know, I mean, I, I'm not complaining either. This is life, right? It affects everyone here. We're all dealing with it. Uh, there's a lot of people who are struggling. I'm glad that I'm, you know, still able to make music and can afford to make music. It's not like I'm working at a grocery store or anything like that to, to pay the bills in the meantime. I, the people who do, are on the front lines, healthcare workers, you know, retail. I, I couldn't imagine working in retail right now. Like, that would be so brutal. Yeah. I mean, not only putting up the Christmas BS, but just you know, masks and anti masks,
2: anti maskers.
1: Yeah, I
2: yeah. lose well, my shit. Like I would lose my shit on yeah, these definitely.
0: That's that reminds me of something. Like I, I just unintentionally got in a Twitter spat right before this started because I read, <laughs> I read somewhere that they said even if you get the vaccine, you're still going to have to wear a mask. And I was like,
1: yeah.
0: but like, doesn't that kind of? So what I'm wondering is. If you get the vaccine and like every, say everybody gets the vaccine, are we not just going to go right back to the old normal? Like, are we still going to have to have like a transition period where we don't know exactly what happens with the vaccine? Like I, someone was saying that it gets rid of symptoms, but it might still allow people to be asymptomatic, uh, carriers and stuff. So.
2: They're not 100% certain on uh, on virus transmission when I I think it's in the first like two or three days after you get uh, the first dose of the vaccine. So they're saying during that window, you might still be able to transmit it to other people. Um, regardless, it doesn't fucking matter. Like everyone's hearing this vaccine news and everyone's acting that like by January or February, life's going to be going back to normal. There are 330 million people that need to be no 360 million people if we're counting. And that's just in North America um, before. So like by the time September or October rolls around and all the peasants like us are getting vaccinated, they're going to have a better idea of what's um, what the the transmission looks like in those early early days, uh, what the medium term impacts are, what the mm-hmm. adverse reactions are. Like it's it's a non issue until then. But like we are, for better or worse, we are on lockdown until I think they're saying it'll be. Yeah, September or October of next year, by the time people, by the time we hit a level of vaccinations or infections where we've achieved herd immunity and then people can generally.
0: I thought they were saying herd immunity was a myth. So yeah. now we're back onto herd immunity. Herd immunity in conjunction with
2: <laughs> the vaccine. I'm just, That's I'm just right. fucking with you, Derek. I know <laughs> she's stale. Don't fucking get me started. So it's like <laughs> September That's, or October next year, and yeah. everyone who's acting that like, yes, the the vaccine is a light at the end of the tunnel, but it's a super fucking long tunnel.
0: So like, and it's a little like, light, like this. It's bit. a
1: yeah, it's just like a little <laughs> little pinprick yeah. right now it's so hard to know if people are going to be, you know, positive or assholes about this in a lot of ways, you know, just if, so let's say somebody gets the vaccine and they're like, well, I don't give a crap about other people anymore. I'm not going to wear my mask. I got the vaccine, Uh you know, versus, you know, the idea of, you know, acting in the common good of like, Oh, I don't want to pass it on to grandma and gramps. You know, I'm, I'm going to wear the mask still, even though I'm in better chance of not getting it. So it's uh it depends on how many assholes are around, I guess. You say it's There's hard to tell. Yeah, you say it's hard <laughs> to tell. I think all you have to do is look at the past, like,
2: nine months. Yeah. Say, uh, yeah, it's a pretty safe bet that people are going to act in their own self-interest and yeah. fuck everybody else. Well, um, call me
1: an optimist. I'd like to think that people are uh, more positive in that regard. It's, uh, you know, at the Christmas time, people are coming together, blah, blah, blah. Maybe yeah, responsible.
0: hopefully i mean you know it's it is like derek said it is a light at the end of the tunnel it's not the full like we're going to be cured or whatever but it is still something to look forward to and i think that that's going to help a lot of people out like especially like people who aren't as lucky as us who like because we're pretty much still working i am the same Derek you're working from home and Wes you said you're on vacation or whatever but you still have a
1: really weird work life right now so (laughs) yeah
0: but it's like I'm just worried I'm just feel bad for those people who haven't been able to work at all and seeing something like this and just the promise of change in the future should be a good enough like yeah just to keep people's spirits up mostly like I'm yeah
2: but shit's going to be getting really tough over the next little while too because Derek. it's not just like, I'm sorry, not to f- fucking Come shit on. on everyone's parade, but like- Wes is an optimist. Uh, the, Don't do
0: this to him. The,
2: <laughs> the, the The virus is just like kicking the shit out of uh, the US and Canada right now. So we're going to be seeing like daily deaths going up. We're going to see people yeah. impacted by that. And then a lot of the, uh, the social safety measures that they put in place are set to- expire well before everyone's going to be getting vaccinated so we're going to be seeing um, you know mass evictions a lot of people still unemployed a lot of people defaulting on debt like the the worst of uh of COVID-19 is is honestly yet to come like you look at all the horrific shit that happened over the past year uh probably the first like three to four months of 2021 are going to make that look like a fucking joe biden inauguration parade uh and uh, and and then it will get better but like this isn't something that that we're going to be coming out of uh even next year like th- this is going to be we're going to be looking at the long-term effects of this like both psychologically uh economically and and um you know physically i guess for for a long ass time
0: so what you're really saying is Merry Christmas and just, yeah. Hey, everybody- <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> this is, this is <laughs> that, um, John Lennon song. So this is Christmas just like for a year on repeat. <laughs> That's how depressing your little tirade just was. Um, let's stop talking about this. How about that? I How's that for a segue just for you
2: specifically, Dale, uh,
0: no, you, you, Dale, <laughs> oh, me. Dale oh, you sorry. specifically, uh, I already know everything. So I thought you were pointing at my fish.
2: So you've seen, I am legend. Yeah. Okay. So if you're getting a vaccine, yeah. Would you rather be the, the guy who gets turned into a super powered vampire or the person who gets eaten by a superpowered vampire?
0: No, why would you even have to you think have about be a that? You want to be the, okay. you want to be do the super Vampire. Do I have to yeah, do I have to be the guy who chokes his dog to death or do I get superpowers? Yeah. Obviously I want superpowers. Actually, yeah. if you watch the uh, the, the Omega Man with Charlton Heston, uh-huh. it turns out he's the monster. <laughs> Cause the original story was like these people like he says they're like, um, uh, vampires and stuff but then it like it just turns it on its head where it's like during the day when they're asleep he's busting into their homes and like killing all them when yeah. they're just he's like the nice asshole. guy vampires just trying to live their the life. version
1: i like is the vincent price movie oh yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, wait no. that's the one i'm thinking of yeah, yeah.
1: and that la- vincent price in that is just golden but he's he's the dick who's going around and killing all the vampires and they're like no we've
0: recreated society what do yeah. you <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> like will it be that yeah so (laughs) there you go yeah just food food for
2: thought for everyone out there uh it's better to to get the vaccine that mutates you and gives you superpowers speaking of food for thought
0: the sausage scene in the omega man which is like one person's gonna get that. He's just like in the Omega Man. He's cooking sausages, and for some reason, they're like around his neck. He's got like a big chain of linked sausages, and he's just like boiling them, and that's what he's eating. And it's just like a very homo, uh, like not like like homoerotic. Sorry, I don't know why I forgot the word homoerotic, but yeah, yeah I mean, it's just like he's it. like so- he's like in the seventies, and he's like wearing this like big collared shirt and he's just like cooking up these sausages and then like playing with them and stuff so uh we good Wes did you want to add anything to vaccines I, I have nothing
1: regarding vaccines here man it's just crazy just journalists must have such a hard time finding things to report on because like it's the same thing day in day out depressing and they're always like oh you know this person is an anti vaxxer and this person won't wear their mask, and just like it's just the same news I get again. But it yeah. don't, I don't know. It just we get fed so much news that is weird, like that. You you mentioned uh, in your email that Santa that said no to Nerf guns, yeah. and I was I was laughing at that. But you know, like that just feels like such a Fox News clickbait. Yeah, thing. it's almost like somebody would set it up. It was so. Like shocking, you know, like oh, how dare Santa in Illinois say this, you know?
0: Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, I guess we could talk about that now that you brought it up with the that, delicious segue. I mean, that was the segue. It puts my first segue to shame, but you're the guest, so I'll let it slide. I'm not gonna be mad at all. Um, <laughs> I mean, man, I know. <laughs> so what happened was a four-year-old boy went to ask Santa for a nerf gun, and then Santa, being like some I don't know he had like some personal Vendetta against guns he's like no we don't give Guns you can't have a gun and he's like Even a Nerf gun Santa And Santa was like no Billy I'm a killjoy And then the kid started crying and like Ran to his parents and it's the states So obviously everybody Should just have guns when they're four years old
2: Did this come from a (laughs) a reputable News source because this does sound like a very Fucking
1: yeah I mean there was a video Of it in Washington Examiner Examiner. Yeah Yeah but the thing that gets um, me so if you compare that instance so to the instance where the little boy saved his sister from a dog attack right yeah. so in the little boy versus the dog attack he saves his sister all these celebrities step up and you know encourage him for being a hero, and like Chris Evans steps in and gives him all this Captain America stuff, and you know everybody's rooting for him, and the kids you know doing well and healing and stuff, and that's positive, uplifting, and that's that's you know a positive thing in journalism. But it feels like this is a almost a dark twist on it. It's like here's evil Santa trying to take our guns away from our kids, right? And so the the uh, um, the mall is apologizing. The third party Santa Corporation is apologizing. Um, Nerf Santa got fired. Yeah. Nerf itself is sending the kid uh, Nerf Oh guns. yeah. This kid's going to fucking make Nerf out. Guns. And like this kid's probably got like 37 Nerf guns now. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Um, I Say what you will about guns. It, it's one of those things that it just has a, a weird tone to it compared to the more uplifting family tale. So yes, there was a true
2: op-ed in uh, I don't even know what the fuck it was, ma- L.A. Times or something. But it was basically the the whole op-ed was that uh, conservatism in the U.S. is dead, and the only thing that really remains now is what? like conservatism is dead, like conservative standards are dead. All that remains now is a hatred of liberals, <laughs> um, and that's that that like, and I think that's almost true on both sides. Like there's there's no more. Uh, Nobody really fucking cares about policy. No one really cares about uh, what what these political parties are doing. Nobody cares about these, um, these standards that like both political sides upheld for for however long it's now you want your party to win because you want the other guys to lose. Oh, that's
0: Uh, how Joe Biden is president.
2: Yeah, and I think it's uh, the the media has keyed into that, and they know that like, okay, I put out, I report on this fucking story where this dumb one dumb dipshit Santa who doesn't like guns was saying that this little boy couldn't have a Nerf gun, um, and turn it into this national news story because that is capitalizing on this this division that exists now, Um, and that's that's every. Everything is is a politicized issue, including fucking pandemic and mask wearing and like doing, you know, reasonable things to protect your fellow human beings. Uh, And everything gets reported on and pushed so that you can find a story that makes you angry uh, so that you can just hate the other side more. And uh, it is something that we see play out to a lesser extent, but it is still happening in Canada. And I'm just like, I don't know if this is the future of like political discourse, I don't know how, uh, fucking any country is supposed to operate when 50%, when its population is just like permanently turned against each other.
1: Uh, Yeah. There's definitely that element of outrage that's being bred, you know, it's like, if it, you know, what was the old expression? If it bleeds, it reads, it's, uh, you know, it's the clicks, right? Everybody wants the outrage to get the clicks. So,
0: yeah. Um, I was going to say like, uh, I feel like that's done uh, for a bit. Now, I think everybody got so kind of like, I guess, outrage saturation from the whole from this election, at least like everybody's seeing how Donald Trump is still acting. And they're like, Jesus, enough. Just give me like actual politics and stuff. And I think when people realize that Joe Biden got elected without saying any policies or sharing anything of his platform, they'll be like, oh, yeah, maybe maybe we should pay attention to that instead of giving him person of the year for doing absolutely nothing.
1: Like Yeah, that was surprising. I don't, I can't believe that he got, Yeah. Uh, well, and it, I've never seen them do two people of the year per se, but uh, you know, it just seemed a little uh odd that the pair got person of the year. When- it was the
2: same thing though. It was like, oh, okay, 50%, 50% of uh, the country will purchase this magazine. The other 50% yeah. will get angry about it and like read the article or share it just to like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's fucking. Like, it's like uh, they uh, announced Joe Biden person of the year for being like marginally less shitty than Donald Trump, <laughs> uh, and like you know, Dale, you are marginally less shitty than Donald Trump, as I am I. Yeah. Where where's my where's my person of the year? But like,
1: the language they used, they they said changing the American story with empathy and healing. Like it, it just. I think they're almost promising too much with him you know? oh yeah. yeah they
0: haven't fucking done anything yet <laughs> like, talk about not living up to the hype like and fauci's just sitting on the side being like what oh do God. i gotta do like i <laughs> yeah. like biden's been around for what like two months and he's just been like hey uh trump's not handling this pandemic very well is he <laughs> i'm gonna make like this thing of people who are gonna talk about it, but we'll just wait till later and it's like
2: What a leader. Uh, What a visionary.
0: (laughs) Oh, I wanted to say they put both of them on the cover because it's like if Biden didn't have Harris, there's no way he was getting elected. People were like, (laughs) all right, we'll put up with like like hair sniffing creepy uncle just because we like Kamala Harris and she'll take (laughs) over once he's like. Mine completely goes to mush. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I think yeah.
1: I don't throw a lot of uh credence into the time person of the year, so to speak. I mean 1938 it was Hitler and then 2006 it was you, the internet. Like it was I mean, they just have <laughs> all these random selections sometimes. Yeah. I mean not to say if I was an American, which I'm not, uh I probably would have voted Biden, but you know, it's uh I, I have my socialist leanings and I vehemently I'm opposed to Trump as space yeah. would make, indicated the song. But, I would have
0: voted for Biden just cause I'm sick of people like min- like making fun of Trump and pretending like it's funny. Just being like, Hey, this big guy, <laughs> he's a piece of shit. My hot take is he's a piece of shit. And you're like, cool.
1: You're just done with the memes.
0: <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm done with everything about Trump. Like, I think, um, what was that too? Like, I think with Patrick, I just had to like, okay, we're not talking about Trump anymore. So.
2: I don't think you're going to – I think you're going to be disappointed if you think, like, Trump's just going to
0: slink out of the
2: limelight no one's going to talk about him anymore. Oh, Oh, it's
0: already good because it's like he just had a complete meltdown, and I don't have to hear about it. Like, I'm just like – I only see that he had a meltdown when I'm looking through what's trending on Twitter. And like the people who say what's trending are being like, you should pay attention to this. Like, it's not in my timelines at all, like on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Like, he doesn't come up organically at all anymore, which is quite honestly a treat.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, do we want to talk
2: like, uh, election update? Uh, the Trump team had yet another lawsuit thrown out by the supreme court <laughs> those so are so funny
0: like i like the crenshaw thing and i'm like Dave crenshaw did something and i was like eh, i don't want to know i just don't <laughs> care it's like yeah texas was saying what that trump that they, still what they wanted trump to win and you're like eh, yeah.
2: well texas was apparently suing to have the votes of a different state thrown out which Ooh, is crazy. like A very fucking slippery slope. If you want to allow states to fuck around with other states and like have their votes voided, like I don't, I don't know if you want to go down. So the Supreme Court was like, fuck no, we aren't, we aren't taking that up. But uh, if you go on to uh, Reddit, which is a little website that people spend time on,
0: uh, to the the conservative subreddits, it's don't, don't listen to Derek. (laughs) Do not go. On conservative subreddit but y- you go <laughs> you there and not it's like
2: fucked. It. like it's crazy <laughs> how many people are like um and that's kind of what what the the whole point of the op-ed was where it's like conservative ideals don't exist because a lot of yeah. conservatives are now mandating for or like arguing in favor of like yeah, fuck states rights. Like states should be able to sue each other and have their votes thrown out. And you're like <laughs> that is the opposite of what uh, you know, conservatism, conservativism is. Nailed it. There you um, go. But Very it's nice. uh, yeah, and it's just they they just want the liberals or Democrats or Biden or whoever to, to lose and they will uh, do, do anything in the, the pursuit of that. So, but don't, don't actually go to those subreddits, but it's fucking, it's scary yeah. to see how many people are like legitimately believe this election was a fraud.
0: <laughs> yeah. I like the, all that stop the steal stuff. Like I get, I get it like, kind of like, cause um Georgia and that other State are going to that what is it like a byway thing in January where they have to the run runoff yeah the right. runoff where they're picking what the House or the Senate the
2: Senate their yeah. senators yeah
0: so I get how like how I know nothing about this so Georgia <laughs> <You know> enough <laughs> and the other one they have to go to runoff elections on January fifth to pick you said the Senate yeah so they got to pick the Senate so I get how. I don't know. Senate's a big deal. I don't know why they make rules or something. (laughs) So I get how all this posturing is somehow meant to affect those runoff elections. But I think now they're just starting to have the negative effect. Like you want, like what they're trying to do was Georgia or they're trying to get the people in Georgia to vote for Republican Senate um, people. But now people are going to see all this bullshit that they've been doing And at this point, it's just delegitimizing the Republican Party as a whole. Like before it was just Trump is a lunatic, whatever, we can get out and then we'll rebuild and then we'll decide what to do. But now that all the other like Crenshaw and all the other Republicans who are supposed to be like the next generation of Republicans are getting involved and they're like, oh, hey, we're crazy, too. It's just going to like fuck them over real bad.
1: Yeah, the blind faith that certain Republicans have. In the party is, is astounding. I just can't mm-hmm. can fathom it. Sometimes you know, I guess there's some people in Canada who are the same way with the you know liberals and the conservatives. But it's uh, yeah, I don't know. It's important to be you know, at least skeptical, if not critically uh, minded. I don't know. I I, I have uh, a rough time with it. I I was involved with the uh, young liberals when I was in university, and uh, I just like the amount of like. Uh, backdoor dealings and shady stuff that happened at like a small that level? political level, yeah. and then you you know uh, multiply it or amplify it to uh, a grand political level. I- I'm sure it's just messy as all hell. I just it's not for me. I'm I'm more of the the armchair philosopher at this point.
2: Yeah, exactly. I'm, every few years I'll be like, you know, what? I should run for office, and then I see what like politicians have to deal with, and just like. Uh, basically sell their soul to yeah. I don't even know if like I'm sure there are politicians out there who do genuinely like represent their consti- their constituents and like advocate for them uh but I think they're few and far between and now they're more just like shitty beady-eyed opportunists who want to like climb the political career ladder uh and make a name for themselves and it's uh you know no
0: yeah I feel like Especially now all like like what Wes was talking about where they get backdory and like shady and stuff. I think that's happening younger. Like maybe at one time you had like someone like Bernie Sanders, who was idealistic and managed to make his way up to a certain level before he repeatedly got shot down by the DNC and was not allowed to run. But anyways, but I feel like that's happening way younger now where it's like, you can't even get your foot. You can't even get your foot in the door because they're not even opening it a crack for you now. Like you got to start shady and all like toe the company line.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's why party whips exist and stuff, you know I mean? Definitely. They make you play ball. That's for sure.
0: Yeah. Um, Hey, you guys want another ham-fisted segue? Love it. Because I feel like we've been depressing with the vaccines and the politics and the stuff. So let's talk about Star Wars. Star Wars. Do you guys Uh, like Star Wars?
1: I wanted to share. So this is my custom Millennium Falcon shaped. Holy shit. Holy Uh, fuck. If anyone is not watching uh, the video recording, you can just go to Instagram. Uh, Zulu underscore panda. Uh, this is my millennial falcon guitar. It is a uh, custom uh, build from the original Kenner toy. Um, and it's, uh, it's a beauty. That's for sure.
0: It's fucking beautiful.
1: That is amazing.
0: That's like one of those things you almost don't play. Cause you don't want to put like pick scratches. And I definitely stuff on it.
1: play it. I play oh, okay. it a lot. Actually. I was going to say, does it have like functioning pickups and yeah, like it yeah. actually works? It's got a Demarzio pickup in it. It plays really loud. It's the loudest guitar I own. Uh, I've taken it on tour three times. It's broken a couple times on tour. I've had it painted. I've had it refinished a couple times. It's yeah.
0: So oh, you're yeah. saying it was the toy? Did they like have to basically build up the outside to make it stronger so it wouldn't crack? Yeah, or so anything? it's the original or plastic
1: it. toy, and then we yeah. hollowed it out and put an alder core.
0: So. Oh, Damn. That is nice. If anybody. Like he said, go to Instagram. You better check that out because if you like Star Wars even a little bit, you're going to love that guitar.
1: Yeah, I often do the kind of geek chic uh, thing with my music. I I don't sing geeky songs by any means. It's singer songwriter, Mm. you know, indie rock, grunge rock type of thing. But uh, I've got my R2 D2 suit and this um, Star Wars guitar. Millennium Falcon guitar. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. So I brought up Star Wars because. after the success of the Mandalorian, Disney was like, oh, "Fuck, let's just go all in with Star Trek or Star Wars." <laughs> with
1: TV model, yeah,
0: yeah. So they're gonna have an Obi Wan Kenobi show, and it was just announced that Hayden Christensen is coming back as Darth Vader. Yeah, and this is gonna take place ten years after Episode Three, which basically at the end of it, you saw Hayden Christensen turn into Darth Vader. I'm so fucking pumped for this because I have a giant man crush on Obi Wan Kenobi. Specifically, I just blanked on his name. <laughs> Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor's Obi Wan mm-hmm. Kenobi. That's how big of a man crush I have on him. I can't even remember. His name.
2: Wait, how long was a New Hope after uh, after Episode Three? Like, I think tw- tw- at least
0: three. twenty years.
1: You because
0: his entire life. Yes, because at the end of. Um, yeah, I think it was like 20 years. Okay. Because at the end of episode three, there are babies. And then it's it's basically however old Luke was in A New Hope was the time in between them. Yeah. So like... Right. So,
2: so the new show will be like the halfway point between yeah. those. All right.
0: So it'll be like... It'll be probably Obi-Wan Kenobi versus um, Darth Vader. Kind of like the are they going to catch each other like hijinks, like spy versus spy,
1: almost. <laughs> <Stop> <laughs> versus. <laughs> which would be awesome. This is problematic though, because like w- he wasn't a great, maybe it was fed bad dialogue, but he wasn't mm. a great Darth Vader, Anakin Skywalker actor, uh, you know, 15 odd years ago. What I'm, is going to be any better now?
0: I'm going to make you feel better about this because the first three episodes of Star Trek, Star Wars. I, I've just been rewatching them because I was like, I'm going to watch Star Wars start to finish. So I watched the first two episodes and now I'm in like the clone wars, like quagmire where there's like seven seasons. So I'm in the middle of that. But what I've noticed was that like Liam Neeson was in these and he did terrible. And you're like, well, Liam Neeson is not a bad actor because I've seen him do good at stuff. But I think it was really shitty directing because they didn't like, it was like, I keep talking about this, but it was like when CGI was kind of new and they went like full tits out CGI in those movies and they had like no practical effects. So one thing that would have happened was if the, if the guys like the actors were like moving too much and shit, like if you go like this, they would have to like, like CGI around where your hand is and stuff. Like one of the things, um, the guy from Roger rabbit was talking about was the animation was so expensive. There was a scene where he was choking someone and they had to keep retaking the cut. Cause he had his fingers open, like making a choke like this, but they didn't want to have to animate between his fingers. Cause it would have been too expensive. So he had to like hold his hand still and have his fingers closed. So I think what happened was in those episodes, there was shit like that. Plus there was so much going on that like, the guys couldn't even really like, they wouldn't be like, well, I don't really like that scene. Can I recut it? Try to add something myself. Like the, like Hayden Christensen couldn't really be like, well, I feel like Anakin would have acted like this in this situation. Cause they're on such a tight schedule that they would have been like, shut up Hayden, just do it the way it's written. And we're moving on. Hmm. So I feel like this is, this is really good because those movies pretty much ruined Hayden Christensen's career. Yeah. Because, Do you think Um, this
1: will give him the opportunity to show his real chops?
0: Yes. I feel like a, like a Darth Vader under someone else's direction where he's wrestling with how he used to be a Jedi. Now he's pretty much the epitome of evil, how he could kind of wrestle with that personally. And I think we'll, he'll bring a lot to the character and, and also it's kind of bad too, because the character itself is pretty fucking annoying like if you watch the clone wars where there's no actual actor there the way the character's animated he's just like a piece of shit character you're like oh get him off the screen he's so annoying like he's supposed to be like an adult or something in the show and he's supposed to be like a jedi knight but he's still like a petulant teenager
1: what are they gonna do like james earl jones is like 89 now yeah and you know is this going to be Darth Vader unmasked fighting Obi-Wan Kenobi? I thought they burnt the hell out of his face and he was going,
0: no at the end, you know? Oh, maybe, well, they can't take off. Cause that's the reason he died was cause he took off his mask. Right. Cause I guess. he had like yes. a ventilator, something in there. So maybe they'll have like his mask comes off and then he like starts to, maybe that'll be like the way that Obi-Wan constantly beats him is he'll just knock off his helmet Knocked with the force hand. and then run away. <laughs>
1: Well, Not, thing is, yeah. isn't is Obi-Wan Kenobi supposed to be, like, hiding on Tatooine the whole bloody time Luke Skywalker is growing up watching him? Like, wh- why, where are they going to go on on these adventures where Darth Vader is going to find him? I don't know.
0: I don't know, but I can't wait to find out. Yeah. <laughs> also, they're going to have, like, a million other shows. Like, they're doing a Ahsoka Tano, like, standalone series. She was, do you guys watch The Mandalorian?
1: I haven't seen season two yet. I really want to, but... Uh...
0: Derek, I, I have
2: not. No, I heard it was oh, okay. problematic because uh, Baby Yoda kept eating. Uh, oh, he ate frog eggs and stuff. Committing genocide? Yeah,
0: yeah, they, <laughs> yeah. That that was so many weeks ago. But um, Ahsoka <laughs> so so Tano showed up uh, like two weeks ago in an episode, and she's actually a character from the Clone Wars. She was actually um, Anakin Skywalker's Padawan before he turned. I don't know. I can't remember if she was in Episode Three or not. Because I'm waiting to watch that again till after the Clone Wars, but she has a huge part in the Clone Wars, so she was kind of like um, a fan favorite. And then uh, they're doing a Lando show. I think I think they're gonna get Donald Glover. I yeah, can't I was gonna say remember. Hey, if yeah.
2: it's starring Donald Glover, I will uh, watch
1: he's the hell amazing, out of that. man, he's so funny and he's so talented at acting. Like he was the yeah. only. Like, he was my favorite part of that Solo story.
0: Oh yeah, and like he like he's a rapper and he had the stand-up special. Like he's so talented, I hate him. (laughs) Like I I can barely enjoy anything. Like his whole stand up special is like you're funny too? What the fuck? (laughs) You get everything. All right. You oh, you got a nice rap song. Okay, I guess you can rap now. And then he's acting, you're like, damn it. You're also a serious actor.
1: I really wish they had introduced the character of Miles Morales into the public eye, uh, in terms of films for Marvel, so he could have been, uh, so Donald Glover could have been Spider Man, because that would have been awesome. You know, Donald Glover, you know, African American Spider Man. Like, I'm totally down with that. So. There was that
2: whole internet campaign to to make that mm-hmm. happen for a while, and then it just kind of yeah, and then out, he, but... he
0: got a cameo in the the um, Spider Man Homecoming,
1: which was badass. I love that. Yeah
0: he got his hand stuck sorry it's just gonna do you guys care all the shows that are coming up well i wanted yeah, to... to know i, I haven't okay. actually seen the list. i'm I, sorry i just got to uh google it i mean you know? I
1: know they were talking about a lot of things when it came to star wars and other things it was just uh just such an extensive list i think loki was on there and there was some other ones um it was very like disney princess oriented shows too i think tiana or what was it what's the the princess
0: and the frog one
1: tatiana tiana
0: tatiana no, no
1: idea anyways it's uh, there's a lot of disney going on that's for sure
0: okay so i'm just looking at a picture so we got children of the blood and bone don't know what that is star wars visions don't know what that is there's the mandalorian season 3 got announced lando there's a rogue squadron there's star wars the droid story There's the Ashoka one I was talking about. There's Rangers of the New Republic. Uh, I don't know why Willow's on here. That's not Star Wars, but I'm... They're making a Willow Willow. show? I don't know if it's a show or they're rebooting the movie, but whatever it is, I'm in.
2: Like the fucking Val Kilmer and uh, Warwick Mm. Davis? Yeah. Oh, baby.
0: Right? Oh, maybe these are... Yeah, and then they're getting Star Wars The Bad Batch, Star Wars Andor, Star Wars Obi-Wan and Kenobi... Star Wars, the Acolyte and then Indiana Jones. But yeah, there's like a whole chunk of star Wars. And I mean, just by the odds, some of these are going to be not good, but I know a lot of people are upset because they feel that as soon as Disney got a hold, got their hands on it, they just over milked the cow pretty much. And they're scared because I basically guess they're just scared that They'll make more Star Wars they don't yeah, like Yeah because but... George Lucas was such <laughs> yeah. a strict Anti-consumerist yeah. Like, <laughs> Yeah and it's funny because it's like You have all these Star Wars People call themselves Star Wars fans And then they can't wait to tell you how much they hated Like what the first th- The episodes one to three yeah, they hated them. They hated episodes four, five and six or not four, five and six. Sorry, seven, eight, and nine. Like they hate. They're like, oh, I hated the new Star Wars movie. And they're like, oh, do you like the original trilogy? They're like, no, I only like a new hope and Empire Strikes Back. It's like you didn't even like a Return of the Jedi. And now you're complaining about all these Star Wars franchises when you basically only like two movies out of the whole universe. <laughs> <laughs> that makes like, you a
2: super fan. You, yeah. you like two movies.
0: You're like, I like that one from the 70s. That was really cheesy. Those are the only ones I like.
2: I want to say the the Willow series is going to be, uh, it's going to be a TV series. It's going to be a reboot TV series of George Lucas's cult fantasy movie, Willow, uh, executive produced by John M. Chu, best known for his work on Crazy Rich Asians.
0: Oh, I... I'll, I'm in at Willow. Like, even if I don't like it, I'm still going to watch every episode. Absolutely. Like, um. oh, and I forgot to mention Tiki what, is it Taiki Watiti or Tiki Watidi? Ta- Taika. Taika yeah. Watiti. Oh, so I was wrong on both? <laughs> yep. You were. Uh, Taiko Watiti is going to direct a Star Wars movie. They haven't said what yet, but he said he started writing it. And... I'm pumped for that because that's yeah. the same guy who gave us Thor Ragnarok, which is my favorite Marvel movie. He did Thor
2: Ragnarok, which was fucking yeah. amazing.
0: Oh, I everything he
1: does, everything he does is great. I mean, yeah. uh, what we do in the shadows, both the oh, TV and the so movie. So good. Amazing. Hunt
0: for the Wilder People, it's like completely different tone. It's like a serious movie, but it's still really good.
1: And then uh, Jojo Rabbit. Jojo Rabbit was so fucking good.
0: Yeah, I was I was leery going into that. I was like, "How are you going to handle this in a way where it's going to be funny yet not lampoon the whole thing?" And then I watched it. I was like, "Oh, of course he did. He's amazing.
2: He's brilliant. Yeah. He yeah. did.
0: Uh, he was the
2: director of Flight of the Concords too, right? Is that yes? Is that same guy? I'm just like he's New Zealand. He, like he's New Zealand. He directed guy, so he must, some must of them. I, I think see. that was one of the shows
0: that had different directors. Yeah, yeah, cool. Like how good Tyke Taika taika, taiki, taika how good Taika Waititi <laughs> is is how good people say Wes Anderson is. <laughs> like you take all the hype from Wes Anderson. On
1: West Anderson lately. I don't think people are as much fanboys of Wes Anderson anymore
0: they watch his movies and realize yeah nobody's as good as we thought he was (laughs) like the weird thing about Wes Anderson is like people are like I love Wes Anderson I'm like oh Life Aquatic that's one of my favorite movies like oh we don't like that one and I was like then what do you like like and they're like the Grand Budapest Hotel and I was like
2: (laughs) what (laughs) who says that's their favorite Wes Anderson movie or the one with Owen
0: Wilson the
2: Roy, uh Royal Tenenbaums, Bottle oh, Rocket. The one after uh, that, the
0: one after oh yeah, I forgot he's in so many
2: Moon Moonrise King Moonrise
0: Kingdom. The one before mm-hmm. that. The one that wasn't funny
1: Are in- limited.
0: Yes. That one is probably his worst movie. How about that? Okay. So now that we're done with politics, let's just rate <laughs> Wes Anderson movies. Wes Anderson movies.
2: <laughs> all oh uh fucking Fantastic Mr. Fox was actually pretty dope. That was good.
0: Yeah. Uh just
2: Island, Island of Island Dogs? Dogs. Yeah, that was pretty good. Also good. His animated cool. ones are the best. I think I would. I yeah. would put those one in two.
1: I mean, if I'm going to sit through and watch 23 Marvel films and enjoy them all, I can at least try to develop an appreciation for something like Wes Anderson. You know, <laughs> like... <laughs>
2: that's true. Oh my God! Diversify Could you imagine a, a, a Wes, Wes Anderson. Anderson
0: Marvel movie? <laughs> I'd I'd love to see that. I would actually. I, I would really like to see
2: too. that mashup. Yeah
0: but not stop animation. Cause that's too much work for him. Like, uh, let's say like a life aquatic Marvel movie. Let's go with, okay. Here's a good question for you guys. Say I'm, I just said it, or we're going to make a life aquatic movie, but it's going to be a Marvel movie. Which characters would you want? Alpha flight, the Canadian Ooh, superheroes. I mean, Puck that would be a perfect and Sasquatch. <laughs> I'm in. Was his name Captain Canada or was it Captain Canuck? Captain. It was
1: another Canadian uh, superhero, but the character from Alpha Flight is called Guardian. Ah. And also Vindicator.
0: And we could do Alpha Flight, one of the episodes where Wolverine was in it. Yeah. Because he's Canadian. Yeah. That would be toy. Like Wolverine and Sasquatch Adventure. I'd be into that. Definitely. Derek, how about you?
2: What, yeah, sure. Alpha flight, whatever.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, you're supposed to pick your own. Is, oh, was I? Is how this game works. Yeah. Uh,
2: Marvel superheroes. for yeah. A Wes Anderson.
0: It it doesn't have to be like an indie team either. It could be. It can be. It would have to. What what fucking mainstream? It would have to be
2: an indie team. You're not gonna have a a corporate fucking. Ooh.
1: Well, they could redo Fantastic Four for the millionth time.
0: <laughs> I, yeah, just pretend I'm,
2: those other four reboots didn't exist. Yeah.
0: I'm waiting for a good Fantastic Four because I love the the comic book team up of Fantastic Four so much that I put up with those movies. And I still kind of like them just because the Fantastic Four are in it. So if they get one, I mean, how do you fuck up Fantastic Four with Miles Teller? How is that possible? And Michael B. Jordan. Those like two of the biggest actors.
1: It was definitely a flop. That's for I sure.
0: I didn't mind
2: the uh, the uh fucking Jessica Alba what Chris was
0: Chris Evans in
2: Yeah, yeah he was Human yeah, Torch. Yeah, it was Human Torch, right?
0: And uh Michael Chiklis was the thing. Yeah. And god, who was that guy who was Mr. Fantastic? Re- uh, fuck
1: it. fucking knows the comic book name but not the actor's name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Re- I can't remember that guy's name. Ugh, Matt in the comments just said he thinks DC lends itself better to Wes Anderson. Yeah, I mean I guess you could get a Blue Beetle Booster Gold Wes Anderson movie, but that's just that's just too obvious it's a cliche. I mean, come Jesus. on. <laughs> All right. We got anything else? Um, I mean we could there's always oh Olympics. Wesley the what? Oh yeah, the Olympics. They're gonna have um break dancing breakdancing is going to be in the olympics for 2024 so the summer olympics that they put on hold because of covid i think they're going to plan to do next year i don't know if that'll happen but breakdancing is going to be in the one after that
1: so they chose him like right out of the 1980s i mean you've got what skateboarding uh breakdancing uh sport climbing surfing like this is just <laughs> a rock vacation.
2: The the IOC is stuck in a fucking. It yeah. takes them like twenty years to plug into the the zeitgeist to be. It's able
0: like to. X Games lost the licensing for these sports, and they're like, you know, these sports, nobody's covering them anymore. Now that X Games went broke because nobody watched it, let's get right in there.
2: Stay tuned for 2084 when they introduce <laughs> fidget spinning to uh, <laughs> to the Olympic Games. <laughs>
0: Yeah, apparently they did it in what was it, the Youth Olympics? I don't know. They had like a trial run in either the World Championships or the World Youth Olympics, and it did so well that they're adding it in. I mean, was that
2: breakdancing? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like bowling used to be in the Olympics. So I guess you could put anything in. I
2: there. mean, you look at the sports that are in the Olympics, and it's like, I don't know that breakdancing has any less of a right to yeah. be in yeah. there. Like, fucking. You know, who gives a fuck about shot put? <laughs>
0: like, When was the yeah. last time that was a relevant sport? Or even yeah. the, like, 60 different gymnastics. Like, someone's like, I'm watching gymnastics. I'm like, oh, which one is that? Like, the tumbling? And they're like, well, it's the one that's like tumbling, but they run. I think it's called <laughs> vaulting. And you're like, oh, that's its own one? And they're like, yeah. And then, I mean, I guess the ribbon-spinning one, I would watch breakdancing before that. It's funny because... At first, I was like, this is stupid. I'm not going to watch it. And then, like Derek said, all those other dumb ones that are in there, you're like, oh, yeah, I'd probably watch it.
1: <laughs> 100%. Well, with skateboarding and surfing, you know, I just think about, like, what was it, Ross Ribiotti and, like, the, the oh, yeah and stuff. And, like, you know how many stoners are going to come to the Olympics? Oh, and yeah. You're like, oh, man, stay sober for how long to make the day? yeah Skateboard. We-
0: Skateboarding, I I feel like – I'm glad that it's going to be in there, but I feel like they missed all the cachet of skateboarding like yeah. well, the Tony early Hawk's
2: 2000s. Tony Hawk's coming out of retirement just to get a gold medal. It's going to happen. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, my God. That would be amazing. Huh? I bet he could still – he could still shred. <laughs> um, What's that Sean guy's name, the guy with red hair? Sean White? Yeah. The, like, only Sean other – Yeah, the only <laughs> other super – famous snowboarder i guess he was a snowboarder but then he went to skateboarding and then he like owned it that too and then he went back to snowboarding
2: did he i've only ever known him as a snowboarder
0: because he was in the olympics and then i was watching one the only reason i know this is because the announcers told me i was watching i was like oh sean white i know that guy and they're like oh sean white's back after he took a couple years off to pursue snow or skateboarding and won that and i'm like oh now I know the backstory of this. I can't wait to tell somebody one day. <laughs> and we finally got a chance. It on my chance. Yeah. This is interesting facts from five years ago that people need to know.
1: <laughs> off.
0: Yeah. So I feel like, well, they did re-release some um, Tony Hawk Pro Skater one and two, the video game. So this could be perfect time. Well, it's four years away too. So it's going to be even more removed from the popularity of the sport.
1: It's kind of embarrassing, but I, I've been watching Jack Black's video game channel, and uh, I just love that they gave him a cameo in the in the new versions of Tony Hawk.
0: It's oh, just, did like, they? Yeah, nice. it's just so funny. Like, he, is he a character you can download, or is he part of the story? Or character you can he's play an as?
1: An character, like Officer Dick, or something like oh, that. Oh, that'd nice. be awesome! Yeah. Or, yeah. or he's like Spider Man. So just so funny.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, um, I wonder if they could get the rights to have spider-man and wolverine in there because they were in one of the spider-man was in the first one i think wolverine was in the second one as unlockable characters how
2: about a tony hawk pro skater featuring spider-man and wolverine directed by wes anderson
0: there you go <laughs> that's, that's a callback ladies and gentlemen and we're gonna call it an... <laughs> we're gonna end on derek's high note um yeah <laughs> uh west tell the folks where they can listen to your fine music i guess you already did but it's it's remind nice to remind them of remind them get all your socials out there into the world like where they could find you on twitter and all that jazz yeah
1: well thanks for inviting me guys i've had a great time and thank you everybody for listening again i'm wesley david scott aka zulu panda um i'm a singer-songwriter from vancouver i tour canada and uh, you can find me everywhere pretty much um, at zulu underscore Panda. This is my newest album. It's called Sad Bastard Music, and you can find it everywhere. Um, the best place to find it, of course, is Bandcamp. So ZuluPanda.Bandcamp.com.
0: Oh, uh, this is one thing I always wonder. How did you get the name Zulu Panda? Is it like a um, big story? Or is no, it just... no.
1: I, I really wanted to um, play off of a name that would catch people's interest. And mm-hmm. uh, at the time, I was working uh, in a very... Um, important social work position and so i didn't want to have just the wesley david scott show out there oh yeah and so i was really into um wilco and you know they have uh, an album um well all their stuff it kind of uh revolves around the nato phonetic alphabet the ones that the pilots use so whiskey oh. Tandy, foxtrot, alpha bravo charlie that sort of thing and so i thought zulu panda was kind of a funny play on on that obviously there's no panda but it, it's also kind of a, a recognition of the idea that everything comes from somewhere. You know, everything's a remix, and that we often forget where uh, the roots of our own music, the, our own culture, our own foods come from. And so, it comes from all parts of the world. And so, I just wanted that kind of what the hell is that name? So that's yeah. cool, very
2: cool. Yeah. Check it out. Also, check out Wes's. Uh... Uh, custom candle company get your get your orders in before christmas he has assured all of our listeners that he can uh
0: make
1: your I orders in time for I christmas got 32 so. in stock
0: that i can make so <laughs> <Perfect>. <laughs> yeah and uh you might by some point in the future see outrage factory candles so keep your fingers crossed for that um yep. i mash up love swag so much that i just make it
1: <laughs> awesome. Uh
0: hey everyone
1: oh, by the way. I really dig the outreach factory logo.
0: Oh thank you. I drew it myself. He did
1: it.
2: He did a great job.
0: I am also been using Photoshop for many years. <laughs> <laughs> Not since I was 14 like you. I think I started when I was 21. So like 20 years. Cool. Uh more hey. information people needed to know. <laughs>
2: Thanks to Wes. Thanks to Dale. And thank you to me. Uh, I've been your co-host, Derek Bolin. You can find me on the uh, Twitter machine at Herder.
0: I've been your co-host, Dale DeRuder. You can find me on the Twitter machine at SuperDaleBot.
2: Find us on the internet uh, by searching Outrage Factory or Outrage Fact Pod. I think most places where... Yeah. Uh,
0: uh, our website is OutrageFactory.com. Everything is Outrage Fact Pod. That's how you can find us on Facebook. But if you're Watching this as a live stream, that's where you watch it. Uh I think that's the Twitter handle, is Outrage Fat, Outrage Fact Pod. Sounds about right. Yeah. And then I, We have a Gmail if you want to give us some feedback. Tell me how handsome you think my high necked sweater is. It's the first time I worn a sweater on the podcast.
2: Is that a turtle, turtle? not quite a turtleneck? No, what do you, what you got neck. going on there?
0: Yeah, I think it's like a fusion. I don't know. I'm not a I'm not a fashion guy as some people might have guessed. <laughs> oh, I just also want to acknowledge uh, Wes's fine, fine blazer. You said that's an R2-D2? This
1: is my R2-D2 suit, yep. yep.
0: Is it I, creepy uh, if I ask you to give us a twirl?
1: Uh, it is creepy, but uh, it's pretty <laughs>
0: much
1: r 2 d 2 skin, so.
0: Wesley's first right. and last to, 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 to <laughs> yeah, on the podcast. Yeah, well, thanks for creeping me out. Uh, it took me over an hour to creep him
2: out. There's a new record. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks again to Wes for joining us. and yeah, thanks, to thanks,
1: Dale.
0: Yeah, no problem.
2: Yeah. Thank you. And uh, until next week.
0: Stay angry. Oh, 150. Episode right. 150. Big deal. Oh, hey,
1: congratulations.
0: Hey. <laughs> um, Century and a half. There you go.
1: When did you start the podcast then? Three years ago?
2: I feel, yeah, like three years ago ish probably a little more i think there have been periods where we've just like i like oh fuck it for two months <laughs> not
0: done any episodes yeah i don't think i think the longest we ever went was a month because we'd go two weeks without recording then we'd record and then we'd take another couple weeks to finally get it up <coughs>